cows, work all day in the fields, milk cows again, eat supper, then go to town and stay past midnight at a meeting of the school board. So God made a farmer. My administration will be focused on three very important words. Jobs, jobs, jobs. He must be a minister, a social worker, a diplomat, a tough guy, and a gentleman. And of course he'll have to be a genius because he'll have to feed a family on a policeman's salary. From this day forward, it's going to be only America first. America first. We, the citizens of America, are now joined in a great national effort to rebuild our country and restore its promise for all of our people. Because today, we are not merely transferring power from one administration to another or from one party to another. But we are transferring power from Washington, D.C. and giving it back to you, the people. Hold on to your seats. Buckle up for safety. You are now entering another dimension with The Scott Adams Show. That's right. My name is Scott Adams. You're listening to the Scott Adams Show. I want to thank everybody for tuning in today. And I'm joined today by Leonora Cavoda. Hello, Leonora. Good morning, Scott. So, you know, be careful what you wish for. You just might get it. You know, that a lot of people are talking about Joe Biden um, going down. You know, that this is going to be the, 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 the moment, the, the uh, absolute moment when the... Uh, Cabal, the Washington Cabal, turns on Biden and takes him down. But be careful what you wish for, because you just might get it. And and what are we going to get? It might not be so good. Kamala. <laughs> Kamala. Kamala. Not to be confused with Kamala. Kamala. Absolutely not to be confused with Kamala. <laughs> these are not better days, um, but, but they're not worse either. <laughs> but, you know, it's interesting because one, one point is why are the, the information is dropping in the middle of the week when the high attention is on it. Whereas a lot of times we've seen things dropping on weekends. We've well, because seen, they wanted it that way. That's what I'm saying, is they yeah. want it this way. They want people to focus on it. They don't want to sneak it in in the dark of night. Why you do know? you think that is? Because of the point you just made. I mean, that which is what? Everybody is turning on Biden. Or you've had the switch of the House, so you now have a Republican-controlled House, and then you have the then you have uh, the Democrats. Now that the midterms are over, who want to pick another horse? That's what it's coming down to. Well, here's the here's the thing. You know, um, it's not like they don't uh, look at skin color and gender for their hiring processes. I mean, just look at our transportation this past week. Um, you know, we needed to get a, a mayor from South Bend that's, a, you know, on paternity leave and he's, he's a gay guy. We have to have him now run trans, uh, run the transportation. Speaking of trans, we had the trans guy that was actually robbing people's luggage and he was handling our nuclear codes and power structure. Yeah. So... Well, you know, actually, in fairness, that guy was under a different agency. Yeah, <laughs> but we have we have a SCOTUS, we have a Supreme Court justice that was hired based solely 
on her skin color yeah. and her gender. Yeah, and right? her record was not particularly good, actually. Well, you know, and, and that's even neither here nor there for this discussion. I mean, basically, this is a point where looking at skin color is the the most archaic, dumbest thing you could ever do well it's the check the box mentality which yeah. you're, which we see all the time now but but the uh thing that they found out about the uh faa is incompetence yeah so you know, incompetence and archaic systems yeah which makes you wonder where is all that money going um if this system hasn't been updated in so long how could some type of software problem of that magnitude happen in this no. day and age privatize it you know i say get rid of the post office and and have a private company do it. They're better. That at way, it. we would get better cu- customer service. Uh, get rid of the IRS and do something with consumption tax, and have some sort of a computer-based system um, that uh, allows uh, electronic reporting. And um, get rid of the uh, the tax code as we know it. Get rid of income tax, and just have consumption tax. Um, I would say take a long, hard look. Uh, we still are going to be doing that CIA show that we've t- been talking about. It's just every single day there's been a major news day. And I, you know, I'm going to do the CIA show when the news is not so uh, prevalent. So right? that everybody can focus. They can lean in well, and focus on your CIA show. You know, show. when the house is burning down, you know, but the, uh, you don't want to be talking about something that happened 60 years ago. But it's not just about the JFK assassination. It's about what's wrong with our society. It's about what's wrong with our government right now. And right now, the spooks are running the government. It's a shadow government. And that's why we have the problems that we have. That's really the broader perspective of that um, expose that I'm going to be putting together. Well, that's well, going to be exciting. I already put it together, actually. It's, it's just he hasn't shared it with everybody. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing. It's not just about the cabal taking down Biden. That seems to be the ruse that people are biting on. They're biting on that. And that is a possibility. And that they've always had that option with the Biden crime family. Biden was always insured. So the question is, why now? And the answer is because the House flipped. If the House didn't flip to the Republicans, none of this would be happening. So they discovered these documents before the election because they were trying to get ahead of it, not not being 100% sure what the House Republicans would try to do once they took back the House. They also had no idea how uh, many seats would be picked up. And in fact, it turned out that we picked... The Republicans picked up less seats than were expected. It wasn't the red wave that was forecast. It wasn't the red tsunami, uh, which should have been. And that's because of the World Economic Forum penetrating the cabinets and rigging elections. Uh So I also put this out. I said, the World Economic Forum is a liaison broker bridging the gap between socialist tyrannical leaders of countries whose agenda falls outside of their own constitution, and corporations who benefit from access to their markets in exchange for carrying out the liberal globalist agenda guidelines brokered by unelected officials who buy their way into the Klaus Schwab World Economic Forum. So it's a broker deal 
where Klaus Schwab and the members of the World Economic Forum are brokers mm-hmm. that are putting together conferences so that the two sides can speak and negotiate terms of arrangement. And that would be the corporations and the uh, governments. Because the governments need the corporations, the public needs the, the public sector that's bound to their constitutions needs the private sector that's not bound to their com- constitutions. In fact, not even members of that same country. That's why you have multinational corporations, globalist corporations that aren't subjected to foreign governments. They just have the privilege of doing business there. Enter China. And so what you have is you have the agenda including funding politicians who can penetrate governments. That's where SBF and FTX came in. That's where George Soros came in. That's where a whole lot of different gimmicks, mechanisms would come up. Whether it's Black Lives Matter around the world, uh, you know, where their donation arm is Act Blue. Uh, the donations to Ukraine turned out to go to the Ukrainian National Bank that was partnered with FTX for crypto donations that would find its way, laundered money, untraceable money, find its way into the pockets of politicians, not only the politicians that were supporting the apparatus as payoff, but also to the campaigns of the Democrat Party. It wasn't the Republicans doing that, benefiting from this. It was the Democrats. This was a Democrat operation. These were a bunch of liberals donating and generating funds in the name of altruistic causes, whether it's climate, whether it's COVID, whether it's health, whether it's um, uh, digital currency, whatever it is, that's what was being done. And they mandated lockdowns, regulations, and restrictions And uh, they were all disguised as climate, health, monetary security for the greater good. And that's exactly what's going on. So that's why the World Economic Forum is... So I think that we need to ban the World Economic Forum from uh, any business that's partnered with them. But if you look at the list right now, you got Governor Kemp from Georgia. He's going to be speaking at Davos coming up. Mm -hmm. You got a whole bunch of people that uh, uh, Daryl Ice is going to be there. You know, a whole bunch of Republicans are going to be over at the World Economic Forum speaking at Davos this year and skiing all the Alps and doing all the good things, drinking all the it's champagne, next week. eating all the steak and, and flying in on the private jets, all the things that you're not allowed to do because you got to eat bugs. You can't even fly commercial. You're going to be put in a box. You're going to have a carbon footprint a limitation. You could run your washer machine once a day. No more than that. Bet on you if you do. And we'll find you. And we'll take your digital currency dollars out of your uh, account. And you won't even know it. There's nothing you can do to stop it. This is what they support. They want total domination, total control. We're in a world war right now, and we don't even know it. The Democrats that are buying into all of this stuff. Like, for example, this 87,000 IRS agents. Yeah. You're going to see Democrats fighting against basically uh, defunding 
You're going to see Democrats fun, uh, fighting against defunding the 87,000 IRS agents. Yeah. So that the IRS agents can come crashing down on them and audit them. But we know what that is truly about. Those 87,000 IRS agents, those are all about digital currency, converting the Federal Reserve and the monetary system in the United States into the digital world to be in compliance with the World Economic Forum agenda. That's what that's about, folks. The IRS, is, it's not about, see, they put out these rules. They put out these rules so that you bite on it, right? Yeah. So you grab it, you grab it and you bite on it. And then that becomes the argument. And the Democrats push back. But it's, it's creating a fight where the fight doesn't even belong. Meaning that people are so busy arguing over here, it's a diversion. It's sort of like getting into a car crash and having two guys fight with each other. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the guy's partner is robbing the bank. And everybody's so busy looking at the shiny object of the two cars smoking and the two guys just about to get into a fight. No way could they be part of a bank robbery. But there it is. Well, there it is. That's the point. It was a distraction. That's the plot. It's a distraction. So while we're busy looking at, uh, this is going to be the end of Biden, or while we're busy talking about, oh, this is two standards of justice. Look at the way they treated Trump and look at the way they treated Joe Biden. These are the things that they're talking about. Look at the injustice of this. Look how bad uh, what it was that Biden did. Oh, and then Kamala is waiting in the wings. And you got this quota and equity-based system. And who's worse, Kamala or Biden? These are not even the discussions that we should be having. Just like on J6, the fight should have been in the capitals of the states to decertify, not at Capitol Hill. Again, that was a bad choice of strategy. The fight should have been done in the capitals to pressure the state legislatures to do the right thing. It should never have been at the federal level at the Capitol on the day of. It's too late for that. Too late to get anything right, to to right the wrongs of the rigged election. And so therefore, what I'm saying is, is that we need to keep our eye on the prize. And one of the things we need to get a better understanding of is how it is that a special counsel can reveal to Congress oversight the documents that it obtained. Now, you better know that these documents were sitting in a box with in a house where they have video footage of Biden driving his Corvette into his garage, and there's a stack of boxes. And he said that these boxes of documents were in his garage. And that box of documents over there, just sitting there willy-nilly, not even neatly organized, could have been some of those documents. We'll never know because they won't tell us anything. It's our documents. We paid for them as taxpayers. Now, there's also... People roaming around that house, photographers. And who took that picture of the Corvette going in? It wasn't Joe. He was driving. So there's a lot of people in and out 
with exposure to this. So you say, well, there's no comparison. The stuff that was under lock and key in Mar-a-Lago, protected by the Secret Service, is a much different. And he was president who declassified. Then you got Vice President Joe Biden, not capable of declassification, having storage uh, documents stored all over the place. It's obvious that those documents must have been moved more than once. And the chain of custody is out the window. And who's to say that certain documents that are related to Hunter Biden's crimes didn't get burned? Yeah. Who's to say that all that corruption between Biden and Poroshenko in Ukraine didn't get destroyed? Right. Why, why yeah. wouldn't it have been? So this is a ruse, folks, because there's a bunch of documents that are contracts and things that Biden needs to keep that would do him in politically if they were ever discovered. And so, therefore, I think that the documents that they seized out of Mar-a-Lago were related to Crossfire Hurricane, and the documents that were seized out of Joe Biden's uh, camp, whether it's the Biden Penn Center, the corrupt communist Penn University, or Joe Biden's garage. Either way, either way, folks, either way. What's the end result? You got this her guy. What's his first name? Her? Robert Her. Robert Her. And you got this John Page guy or Jack Page um, that's busting on uh, Donald Trump. So you got two different special counsels related to the same issue. Both ordered by Joe Biden. You say, huh? Joe Biden didn't order it, the, uh, the confiscation of his own. Yes, he did. His own lawyers found them. So the question always was, why was Joe Biden looking at for these documents? That's question number one. Why in the world these documents, minding their own business, sitting there in a storage facility, all of a sudden... Somebody's in that storage facility rummaging through these documents. Because, you know, what it makes me think is that there's something that they're afraid of being exposed. So they're looking through it. That's the logical conclusion. They're looking through it, and then all of a sudden his own lawyers are going to turn him over? Hey, boss, we're going to turn you in. Do you think that's happening? I don't think so. Yeah, I well, I think, I, it's I think that's pretty far planned. Fresh. It's pretty It's pretty. It's like we have, a, we have a duty to do the right thing. In America's government, you're going to have a duty to do the right... Are you kidding me? No, no chance that you'll ever do the right thing in Washington, D.C. So it's got to be the latter. It's got to be something else. And what it is, is this. I wrote this up. First off, do you know who broke the story? CBS. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. What great reporting. And people were writing, you know that Biden's in trouble when the mainstream elite corporate media turns on him. They didn't turn on him. They're helping him. And so here I wrote this up. I said, the same CBS who broke the Biden classified document story is the same fake news media outlet that discredited the legitimacy of the Hunter laptop story for two years. We know that, right? We know that they did that. Both stories were part of a scheme to conceal damaging Biden documents from voters. Journalism is dead in America. So I followed that up and I wrote this. I said, Biden ordered the retrieval 
of damaging hidden classified documents to be sealed with a special counsel investigation. Biden also ordered the retrieval of damaging classified documents Trump stored at Mar-a-Lago so that he could seal those documents with a special counsel investigation so that the GOP House committees cannot see them. Yeah. Now that, folks, is the play right there. There it is. They're covering this crime up. This is a crime that they've been covering up since Donald Trump was president-elect. I mean, ask yourself the question. Why on New Year's Eve 2016 into 2017, December 31st, 2016, why was John McCain, Amy Klobuchar, and Lindsey Graham, why in the world were they partying it up with Poroshenko in Ukraine. Of all places in the world, you got to go to a basically the, the, the pit hole of, of countries and hang out with a doofus, corrupt world leader, uh, state leader, like Poroshenko, who basically is a puppet of the United States needing billions of dollars. Oh, and by the way, if you don't fire the prosecutor that's looking into my son's business, you're not going to get the billion dollars. And Poroshenko said, don't, you know, don't get the money from Privy Bank. Otherwise, Trump, you know, is going to look into this matter. Uh, if he feels that you need money, he's gonna, they're going to look into it and do their due diligence. They're going to find missing documents. They're going to find, oh, where were those missing documents? Oh, those missing documents were in Joe's basement, you know, where he was campaigning this his whole time. So the point is, is that the documents related to Ukraine were the ones that people were trying to find. And when Trump had the call with Zelensky, when Zelensky beat Poroshenko, and he said, we got to look into this Hunter matter. And they fired the prosecutor and we got to do better. Um, at that moment, it was it was basically uh, Alexander Vindman kicked into high gear and worked with Eric Ciaramella and his lover, Sean Misko, who served on the Adam Schiff uh, indictment committee, uh, the prosecutor committee. And, you know, it was all about winning the 2018 election for the uh, Republicans. And, I mean, for the Democrats. And as soon as they did, they impeached Trump not once, but twice. And they used the Ukrainian call to do it. They allowed a guy like a comedian like Zelensky, a corrupt, tyrannical, communist, uh, globalist like Zelensky to overthrow a duly elected president of the United States. It's a dirtbag country, Ukraine. They're nothing but a puppet. They're a laundromat. That's all they are. And people stand there, dupus, wearing their blue and yellow flags like morons. It's, to me, it's, it's absolutely disgusting. 
And people that do that are just so out the lunch misinformed. It's not even funny. But this is the thing that's happening. This is a cover-up, Leonore. Oh, it, it, well, you also have to wonder about the grandstanding, the whole action, the press conferences that have been set up about, around this. You know, it, you know, people are trying to make it look like Joe Biden is in a gotcha moment, but it, it really probably is not a gotcha moment. It's a staged moment. No, this was his strategy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And it, it was wasn't even his. He's it, not even that bright. No, it was, what it it is, was somebody is his on his team came up with this Michael idea. Michael Carpenter yeah. is let's, the guy. Let's and, sit there. Let's let's do this. Let's take Joe Biden. Let's let's go. Let's show. Oh, look, we have documents. OK, fine. Let's say whatever. And just go through the whole. Uh, machinations of trying to appear transparent. That's what this is about, too. This is run from uh, his teams in the State Department. Anthony Blinken was covering up anonymous donations from China to the Penn Biden Center. The same Chinese center uh, that was protecting classified documents for America, right? I mean, Penn is bought and paid for by China. Well, that's very true. And they have documents that are classified, stored in a Chinese facility in Philadelphia and in D.C. Yeah. Because Biden allowed that to happen. And Anthony Blinken was the uh, guy in charge of that. Now, Anthony Blinken is the uh, Secretary of State. I mean, you can't make this stuff up. A.G. Merrick Garland, do you think he has one... uh, uh, integral bone in his body, integrity bone in his body? No. He has zero integrity. You think Mayorkas, who lies every single time he speaks about the border security, has any capacity to tell the truth? These people are really disgusting. So the issue is, is that this is all run from, by the CIA and the S- State Department the NSC, all these alphabet, uh, and the FBI and the DOJ and the IRS are all, they've all been weaponized. That's why it's going to be very important for Jim Jordan to really run this weaponization committee, uh, the government weaponization. But mm-hmm. you're going to learn a lot, but a, a, none of this is going to end up in court. Yeah. So what, one of the things that has to happen, and I think it's going to happen through the weaponization committee, select yeah. committee, I should say, because it was a created committee. It was a select committee, selected, hand selected. And one of the things that has to happen, Leonora, yes. is, is um, they're going to have to figure out how to get a cooperation from the special counsel because what this is not really it is a crime but that's the least of it what they want to know is what the documents say and not only that but the documents that are around and the documents uh, any documents that are damaging to to the to the uh Ukraine deal uh those are documents that have been destroyed and if they haven't been destroyed, then some you're never going to find them. All right. There's never going to be cooperation because <clears throat> justice is controlled. The judges are controlled. 
But, you know, Donald Trump said he thinks he knows what's in those documents, which is kind of interesting. And I think uh, that Trump probably has a very strong awareness and understanding. And I'm sure that Trump has some copies and backups of of what was found in Mar-a-Lago. I would like to think so. I would like to think so, and, too. You know, and I'm they, sure he does. But it's true. It, Trump had documents that were protecting his family, and he was not releasing them. And they wanted to get leverage over Trump by taking his, basically, his, his carrots and sticks, the leverage of dirt on the Bidens and, you know, the Democrats in general, uh, crossfire hurricane. And he, they confiscated that dirt. And then they opened up a special counsel, like automatic. And everybody knows special counsels are independent and can do whatever they want. And uh, basically conceal these documents so that the House committees can't get access to them. And that's exactly what Joe Biden did with his own documents that he had stored. Because if you were to go in and try to get these documents, you would be able to get them because they're sitting, you know, in a garage or in the Penn Biden Center. But if you get a special counsel to consume them all, and you have all the a team of lawyers, I'm talking about millions of dollars worth of law, lawyers, top-notch lawyers, lawyers from the best schools, doing their best work to bury information and to protect these crime criminals in Washington. Of course you know that they're going to succeed against the average Joe American. And that's where we are as a country. This has become a banana republic. I mean, to have Joe Biden sit there and talk about his Corvette, they were stored with my Corvette. Does that even seem like a man that cares one iota about trouble? It just is such a ridiculous comment. Let's, let's take a listen. <laughs> like, because it's stored with his car, it makes it more secure. Yeah, that well, everybody knows sense. how much that Corvette means to me. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, there, there's no way I would, uh, anybody could bust into that. Classified material next to your Corvette. What were you thinking? Let me, uh, look, I'm going to get a chance to speak on all this, God willing, soon. But as I said earlier this week, People, and by the way, my Corvette's in a locked garage, okay? So it's not like you're sitting out in the street. So but anyway, yes, as well as my Corvette. Um, but as I said earlier this week, people know I take classified documents and classified material seriously. I also said we're cooperating fully and completely with the Justice Department's review. As part of that process, my lawyer... He's reading the entire thing is eyes are reading off of a paper. And it's hysterical yeah. because he's talking about his own home. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's like he's, he's reading looking, his, he's reading instructions he's reading that he's been told to for read. Word for word. He's reviewed other places where documents in my, uh, of, from my time as vice president were stored and they finished the review last night. They discovered a small number of documents of classified markings and storage areas and file cabinets in my home and my, in my, my, my personal library. This was done in the case of the Biden Penn. This was done in the case of the Biden Penn Center. The Department of Justice was immediately, as was done, 
the Department of Justice was immediately uh, uh, notified, and uh, the lawyers arranged for the Department of Justice to take possession of the document. So you're going to see, we're going to see all this unfold. I'm confident. Thank you very much. It's crazy, isn't it? But this is, uh, this is also, uh, listen to this. How can you say that this is transparent when you sat on this information for uh, more than two months? This information for more than two months. How can you say this yeah. was transparent yeah. when you sat on this information for more than two months? <laughs> of course, it wasn't, right? It was not transparent. There's nothing transparent about this. And then, um, but be careful what you wish for, because if, if Biden, Bi- there is a chance that Biden could go down from all of this, right? Mm-hmm. There's a chance that what could happen is the unpredictable, yeah. which is the House could vote to impeach mm-hmm. Biden mm-hmm. and the Senate could conceivably decide that uh, out of equity they want a black woman as mm-hmm. president. And yeah. there could be one rogue senator that says, you know what, I'm all about equity. Just like I was with the Supreme Court justice, I want Kamala to be president. Yeah. yeah. Be careful what you wish for because you might just get this. At what point does the administration say, you know what, this strategy isn't working. We're going to change strategies. Six former administration officials last week wrote that open letter urging the administration to change course, to change strategy. Is it time? It is time for us to do what we have been doing, and that time is every day. Every day it is time for us to agree that there are things and tools that are available to us to slow this thing down. At what point does he... Well, that's about the dumbest response I've ever heard in my life. Well, I'm sure you've got a few dumber ones. It gets dumber. This is about her and the Caribbean nations. I convened, and I've convened now at least three times, uh, a group that has is their acronym, CARICOM. It is the Caribbean nations, island nations. In the Western Hemisphere, that is where the Caribbean is, we are also in the Western Hemisphere. They oh. are our neighbors. I convened, and I've convened. Did you know that, by the way? Well, you know, it's her patronizing way of addressing people. Yeah, well, like she, she's yeah. talking to a kindergarten class. Yeah, that's just it. That's that's the problem. Is uh, is that like look? Here's here's a great example of that. I think this is almost racist against our own people. Well, it's patronizing. It's talking down to people. Well, this is what she thinks of black people. Yeah. Okay. This is she's on a black program, and she's asked uh, a global. Uh, you know, it's a it's a um, international pol- political question of so, some sort, and um, she starts talking about Ukraine, and she's talking about this like you're a th- like in third grade, right? No, this I, is what I, she thinks. You're giving of, her more credit than I'm giving her. I said kindergarten. Oh yeah, is that what you said? Yeah. yeah. Okay, thank you. If you're watching any level of news, even social media, you- yeah, it's like you, you hip hip hop, right? And the thing is, is that she realizes she's talking to a a group, uh, probably younger audience, probably black. And so I think this is highly disrespectful that she doesn't take, tr- treat them like adults. 
Okay, this is if you're watching any level of news, even social media, you're seeing everything that's going on right now in the Ukraine. Break it down in layman's terms for people who don't understand what's going on and how can this directly affect the people of the United States. So Ukraine is a country in Europe. It exists next to another country called Russia. Russia is a bigger country. Russia is a powerful country. Russia decided to invade a smaller country called Ukraine. So basically that's wrong <laughs> so russia is a big country and it tried to invade a small country i mean it, yeah. this is so demeaning uh, I, here, here's our take on electric school buses but i'm i among the many things i'm excited about electric school buses i love electric school buses i just love them for so many reasons, maybe because I went to school on a school bus. Hey, raise your hand if you went to school on a school bus, right? <laughs> I'm just, you know, I'm sitting there like as if I'm in the audience staring at her right. dumbfounded. This is another one that just came out. <clears throat> I think of this moment as a moment that is about great momentum inspired by, yes, optimism, inspired by a crisis, no doubt, um, but inspired by also our collective ability to see what can be unburdened by what has been. Okay, a moment. And that's critically important. I think of... Go ahead. A moment about great momentum? Yeah, Yeah, that's (laughs) kind of crazy. All right, so then check this one out. Uh, she likes Venn diagrams. You know what the Venn diagram is? Is these yeah. uh, circles? That... Yeah. Okay. So this is really cringeworthy here. You know, I like Venn diagrams. Okay. So if you look, <laughs> I do. You remember Venn diagrams? Those three circles, right? And then let's this just see where they overlap. Speeches. I love just Venn diagrams. Okay. <laughs> I love Venn diagrams. <laughs> I just love Venn diagrams. You know, the three circles, right? Sometimes there are more. I love Venn diagrams. <laughs> you know the three circles gotcha. i really do i love venn diagrams <laughs> you know these the, are all the different three circles sometimes there are more he sees the venn diagram of it all he sees that there are those circles and mm-hmm. maybe people seem that they're a little different they live in different parts of the country they may be different age or different race but that area in the middle that overlap i happen to love venn diagrams yes. you know those three circles i have constructed a venn diagram on this remember those three circles how they overlap i love venn diagrams i just like just throw it into a venn diagram i'll tell you everything you need to know about any issue especially where there is you know you're trying to understand the intersection and the connections right so i I brought props i just have two so bear with me venn diagram let me hold it wow Wow. when you look at a diagram of the uh, just a venn diagram in that regard it it tells a, a real tale Here's my Venn diagram. Oh, we have a Venn diagram. (laughs) Props. I love it. I love it. I brought props. Well, let me just say, I love Venn diagrams. (laughs) I really love Venn diagrams. You know, the circles, right? So, you know, one time she said about the Venn diagram and the uh, person that was uh, interviewing her says, yeah, you, you, we told you she could get a little nerdy, like she's super smart, you know, and uh, I think that went to her head and she realized, oh, yeah, I want to be considered smart. Right. Well, I guess what she's missing is you can be nerdy and not be super smart. Yeah. 
Well, you know why, uh, like, Amer- uh, Amer- the Republicans, the Republicans are, are basically, um, the Republicans are basically, like, talking about the cabal, the uh, inside the beltway it could take Biden down. That's one. Two, uh, this is this is the end of Biden, you know. Um, three, it could be like, uh, okay, this is Biden basically trying to seal documents within the special counsels, whether mm-hmm. it's the documents from Mar-a-Lago or whether it's the documents from his own investigation of himself, which is self-serving, right? Of course it is. So these are going to be locked in key, locked down, and sealed in a special counsel investigation that can take as long as it needs to and could very well take as long as the election cycle yeah. for 2024, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, that's what this is all about, to protect the corruption that's going on through Ukraine and other places, uh, whether it's Iran uh, and the uh, the deal where they gave Iran $150 billion of frozen assets mm-hmm. um, and released those. And there's a lot of windfall to that. Yeah. Uh, whether it's Benghazi or the, uh, I, you know, paying off ISIS to be mercenaries to protect oil pipelines going into Europe and going into Africa. Mm-hmm. Or whether it's uh, the Hunter Biden deals with China. Uh, particularly in the uh, electric mark, electric vehicle market space, where Freeport McMoran got mining rights in the Congo, and Emperex uh, 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 was a battery manufacturer that actually received um, major endorsements by the Biden crime family to manufacture batteries for electric vehicles, and then all this, all this push for climate and. All of this uh, supplementation of tax dollars to electric vehicles, while at the same time causing all this inflation by uh, uh, creating devastating attacks on the on the fossil fuel industry. This was all to prop up the um, supply chain for electric vehicles, which the Biden crime family, in their uh, alliance with China was able to parlay on and benefit from. So the policies that are going on right now directly inflate the profitability of not only the mining of of cobalt, but the manufacturing of electric vehicle batteries. And the Biden crime family and the Hunter Biden himself and his companies, his shell companies, are directly invested and involved in those trade deals. Meanwhile, on the left, this is what you get. You get the view. A, a luckier person than Donald Trump. Just as we're this close well, to getting him, but you somehow know what, I, these but it, documents you know what, appear. But here's the thing. Biden is wrong to have done this. He, he was in office well, let's find, years ago. Well, let's that. find out what this is first. Now, again, mm, one of the things that gets true. me crazy is before we know, it's already been spun a specific yeah. way. If you're missing classified information, I don't mean to laugh, but in my house, if stuff is missing... I know it's Does it feel like oppo research to you? Does it feel like the Republicans are behind it? It's I, not. I it did originally. 
Yeah, that makes sense. Trump dumped the box of documents in Joe's garage. Really, they're blaming Trump for this. But Biden's using the same trick crooked Hillary used. Remember, you have your personal lawyers sift through what's classified and what's not, and then just hand it over to the feds. Here are only the classified docs we have. Trust me, the other documents are totally about yoga and Hunter's wedding. The White House hasn't been straight with the American people. They acted like the only documents Joe stuffed in his pockets were the ones at the Penn Biden Center. And now we find out that was a lie. He had them stuffed in a garage. They just didn't say anything. They just go out and tell you Joe's so surprised. The president said Tuesday he was surprised to learn about the documents at, at the Penn. Of course, this is all farce. We can listen yes, to this tonight. But, you know. The view is not much different than a sitting congressman. Remember Hank Johnson? From, yeah. I think Georgia. He, he thought that Guam could tip over if you overpopulated it. He said, what I fear is that Guam could tip over. <laughs> <laughs> he, he said that. This guy is just dumb. He's, he's got the eye. I mean, it's unbelievable. He thought that an island could tip over, not realizing that the Island is the tip of a mountain underneath the sea. Well, this is how misinformation gets spread. <laughs> so here he is here addressing his concerns about the Biden documents and how this relates to Donald Trump. Trump did it. My response to it all is that alleged classified alleged. documents showing up allegedly in the possession of uh, of uh, Joseph Biden, uh, you know, I mean, there's so much that needs to be um, investigated, and um, and that's that's what I call for is for everything to be investigated. But I'm suspicious of the timing of it. I'm I'm also aware of the fact that things can be planted on people, P- places and things can be planted. Um, things things can be planted in places. Uh, and then discover it conveniently, that may be what has occurred here. I'm not ruling that out. But I don't, I'm, I'm open in terms of the investigation needs to be investigated. See, Americans are not electing their best, that's for uh, sure. Location, it's right that at its... Right here. About seven miles wide at the least widest... This is uh, him talking about Guam. Place on the island and about 20, about 12 miles wide uh, uh, on the widest part of the island. And um, I don't know how many square miles that, that is. Do you happen to He's know? To I don't have that yeah. uh, figure with me, sir. I can certainly supply it to you if Admiral you'd like. Robert yeah, my, my fear is that uh, the go. whole island will uh, become so overly populated that it will tip over <laughs> and, uh, and capsize. Uh, we don't anticipate that. The... Uh, the Guam population, I think, currently about. <laughs> America is not electing its best. Would you agree? They we're not getting the best and the brightest. <laughs> How in the world can you be that dumb? <laughs> Donald Trump tweets this out. He truths it out. Merrick Garland has to immediately end special counsel investigations into anything related to me because... I did everything right and appoint a special counsel to investigate Joe Biden, who hates Biden as much as Jack Smith 
hates me. Jack Smith is, is the, yeah. And then there's this meme. Do you, have you seen this meme? Leonardo? Yes, I saw it no. earlier. I think it's great. I wanted to actually, can I read it out loud? Yes. Okay. All right. So we start with George Herbert Walker Bush, and it says, kept his documents in a combination of bowling alley and Chinese restaurant. No raid. Then there's a picture of Bill Clinton. Kept his documents in the trunk of an abandoned car dealership. No raid. Barack Obama. Kept his documents in an old furniture store. No raid. Trump. Kept his documents in his private home under Secret Service supervision. Raided. And then there's Biden. Kept documents. He had no power to declassify in a building funded by China. No raid. Well, that's just it, too. He's, he did not have the authority um, to, to do that. And a building funded by China, even worse. Yeah, let's take a listen to uh, Kevin McCarthy. No, because from one standpoint, they knew the documents were there. They actually asked President Trump to put another lock on, so they were locked. You look at President um, Biden. He wasn't president. He was vice president. He held these in different locations right out in the open. He wasn't president. He criticized President Trump. Did he utilize the Justice Department to raid President Trump? Did you think that was right? They knew this has happened to President Biden before the election, but they kept it a secret from the American public. He goes on 60 Minutes, criticizes President Trump, even knowing what he has done, and he wasn't president at the time. Now we find another location that it's at, but he refused to answer. His press secretary won't answer the questions. We, you watched them leak photos of sitting out files of President Trump. Where's the photos of President Biden's documents? Where are those photos at? He knowingly knew this happened going into election, going into interviews. This is what makes America not trust their government. You cannot have one form of law because somebody philosophically has a different opinion than you, and you can't use the Justice Department to go after people that are politically different as well. It has to be equal across, and what I'm finding what's happening with President Biden time and again, you go from a laptop saying it not only that it wasn't true, but utilizing your own friends to go into companies to tell them to say the same thing, to try to knock down information, to try to make sure the New York Post story couldn't be printed. You should be offended by that. You are of the press. Right. And, you know, uh, the thing is, is that this is a time when um, you need uh, you need transparency. Uh, the thing is, is that uh, we don't know if we're going to get that, though. And I, I really want to see. This is also the time when people turn on each other. Yeah. And so Biden's future hangs in the balance of somebody who's going to extort and say this could go either way. I think just like Lindsey Graham gained leverage when the House impeached Trump. And then Lindsey Graham gained leverage. He used that leverage because he could have gotten the votes to uh, kick Trump out of office. Absolutely. Because we have on the uh, on the left, you have all these people that just cooperate and they're unified. On the right, we have people like Paul Ryan. Take a listen to Paul Ryan in his interview on CNN just on recently. Him, he has certainly empowered the kind of yeah. populism Jake you're Tucker. talking about, smash mouth, clicks, Paul cable Ryan, events on Speaker Fox, etc. Where you're a board member, by the way. Um, he has popularized Globalist. that. He has empowered that. We saw it last week. So how can this be achieved even within the Republican yeah. Party before you even get to the Democrats? A couple things. He's fading fast. He's a proven loser. He costs us the House in 18. He costs us the White House in 20. He costs us the Senate again and again. 
And I think we all know that. And I think we're moving past Trump. I really. Do you believe that Paul Ryan could say all that? Amazing. And he's not taking any responsibility for losing. No. Right. Uh, it, it's the it's the establishment. Nobody likes Paul Ryan in the Republican Party. Nobody likes Mitch McConnell. Nobody likes Ronna McDaniel. Yeah. You know, and nobody liked, um, nobody really, if you look at the polls, Kevin McCarthy, but of the three rhinos, Kevin McCarthy's the one I like the most, and he also is a globalist. And you like him better after last Friday night. Well, no, I mean, I like him okay. Yeah. He needs to be checked and balanced. You know, he needs to be held accountable. Let's take a listen to this clip. Things that make you go, hmm. So... Turns out, the deeper you go into this rabbit hole with Joe Biden and Penn and and his center and these documents, is that um, well, Biden was making a million dollars a year from Penn from from the Biden Center, a million bucks a year. That's a lot of dough, Joe. Now, where was that money coming from? Well, the Chinese. Who else? Yeah, it was the Chinese. And this is a really good Jesse Walters. Uh, well, let's take and listen to this Kevin McCarthy clip. He asked President Trump to put another lock on, so they were locked. You look at President Oh, uh, we just heard that. Okay. Well, we heard that in a different... Uh, by the way, on Hunter Biden's recent Delaware driver's license, he has Barley Mill Road, Wilmington, where the documents were stored. Was at Hunter Biden, the crack house? Mm-hmm. That's where they were stored. <laughs> Okay. You can't make this stuff up. Yeah, no, that's that's well documented. Miranda Devine, in 2018, Hunter Biden claimed he owned the house where Joe Biden kept classified documents. Can't make this stuff up. But, but um, oh, wow, we're running out of time here. Okay. Uh, Leonore, before we run out of time, don't you you have a new doc? You will have, have another article, article that will be out probably within the next week. It's a review of Daisy Hayes' book, Dinner with Joseph Johnson, Books and Friendship in a Revolutionary Age. It's about a roundtable of people who would meet to discuss politics during, and literature during the time of the French Revolution and the American Revolution. A so lot that's of rel- your new latest article? That's going to be my latest article. So what is it, a book. Uh, a book analysis? It's a book review, yes. A book review. And what, say the name, the name of-, of the book is Dinner with Joseph Johnson. He was a London book publisher and bookseller. Dinner with Joseph Johnson, Books and Friendship in a Revolutionary Age. And he had a lot of interesting people around his table like Benjamin Franklin, Thomas Paine. Oh, I see. Et cetera. Okay, so and, they talked about, and they talked about revolutionary ideas because okay. it was against the and backdrop. And how did they get to you? They'll find me on spectator.org under um, Leonora Cravoda. Look right. for the L. Be sure to check out magapack.org to find out how we're advancing America First policies to make America great again. Red State Talk Radio and the Scott Adams Show are part of that mission. And your donations over at magapack.org goes a long way to help that uh, get along. And uh, also use Red State over at mypillow.com. And with that, my name's Scott Adams. My name is Leonora Cravetta. We'll see you next time on the radio. Bye, everybody. a little deeper, just to bury my kids right up to there.